Hello. Hello. Our listeners can't see, but you can see the brand newness of this recording software. I do see the newness of it. This is because I was so beyond pissed (laughs) yesterday as I'm trying to pull the audio off of our ridiculous attempt at Facebook Live. You mean the the three times to make something happen attempt? That... Yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> I mean, it's there. But so, so you mean the the technical difficulties continued yet beyond recording day? Right. It seemed like an easy concept. I am going to pull the audio out of a video thing and upload it and life will be grand. Seems simple enough, says the non-techie person. Yes. So Facebook doesn't want you to have your own content at all. It wants it to stay there. So you have to pull some backdoor strings to download it. And then the software that I had was older and it needed updating anyway because sometimes, oftentimes, the week before there were like three sort of hiccups in the audio and it had been increasing. And even in the meditation that I recorded that week, there were a couple and that's really hard to go back and fix. And so I needed to update this anyway. Um, along with WavePad, there is a video pad. So I thought, first of all, when updating, you have to pay for the update. It's not a free update, but you can get add-ons that are far less expensive. So if I was going to get VideoPad brand new, it was $100. But because I updated, I could get it for $20. Oh, okay. So that was nice. Yes. And there's a project that I want to do with tarot cards anyway, so I needed it anyway. 20 bucks is a good deal. Can do. Yes. I'm going to get it. Uh, the problem is I have zero experience with video editing anything. <laughs> so I don't know how it works. Gotcha. So the first, well, the first video that we made that was all black and no sound, like there was nothing I could do with that. Like it's on Facebook still as darkness, <laughs> like my soul. Uh, then the next one was like a minute and a half when we got cut off. That one I had no problem. I could do the backdoor download. It went in just fine. The audio sounded like shit, though. Like, all of the audio sounded like shit. It is. It, it was like we had marbles in our mouth. And there was a lot of background noise, which is not normally the case. That's all right. Just put it up and tell everybody I had <laughs> testicles in there. <laughs> As you normally do. <laughs> yep. Always got some testes laying around. Ready to pop in my mouth. So then I download the larger one. It was 50 minutes. And it takes about a half hour to 45 minutes to download it and then upload it into the software. Oh, my goodness. And the first four times, it stopped at 26 minutes. Like, Oh, my goodness. I was so pissed. <laughs> yes, I would be too. So I, ha- I like, I rebooted everything tried it again, 26 minutes again. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to find another backdoor downloader. (laughs) I'm going to try that. So then that worked. So then I could upload it. But now it took like an hour and 15 minutes because now it's the whole thing. Oh my goodness. 
So then I merge those together and the second audio file is much louder than the short one. So then I have to adjust those levels, which takes probably 20 minutes every time to try to balance all of that out. And that took three attempts to balance that out. Oh my God. So then I have to remove all of the background noise. And this is new and where things were before is not where they are now. And it's called something different. So then I had to learn that. That's helpful. Yes. <laughs> it was not helpful in my frustration yesterday, though. I was like, what do you call it? <sighs> but anyway, after all day, I was finally finished at 9 p.m., just in time to record my meditation <laughs> to get it up before midnight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was a day yesterday, but I had all kinds of time in between babysitting this to, you know, do things at my house because I couldn't leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were literally <laughs> held hostage by my computer. Yes. But it does really have some great new features, some of which I don't even know yet. I think there's some really neat sound effects in it. Ooh, sound and effects. Yes. So I am excited. We needed new software anyway. I needed new software anyway. So that is done and out of the way. But I think that especially since there were zero participants in this shit show last week, that we just do the video when we're out somewhere and just pop in and say, hey, look at what we're doing. That's good because I have some ideas of places to go, but not necessarily enough to make an entire show out of. Right. Field trip. Field trip. Look at the dumb stuff we're doing today. <laughs> we're videoing it. Yay. One of the ideas does involve me putting things in my mouth, none of which are testicles, though. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, well, catfish is involved, but not their testicles. Mm. Have you been catfishing lately? I have been casting out, have not had any nibbles. Oh. At all. They are all hip to your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be that primarily I would just sit back and wait for them to message me. Mm -hmm. Then, and every once in a while in between, I would go ahead and initiate um, with one that I knew was a catfish. And I've been super busy lately, so I don't have a lot of time with that. But I have at least twice a week have liked someone on the on the app have not gotten a nibble at all in a while your picture your profile it is with every single scam place ever don't waste your time <laughs> yes I, I fully believe that um I did have one come back or he did we connected and you know he made one comment about you know my eyes I commented, you know, replied to him, and then nothing. Mm. Um, then there was another one that was immediately flagged. But that's kind of it in the last couple weeks. However, I did get, about two weeks ago, maybe a little bit longer, you know, I have a Google Voice account, and that's mm -hmm. what I use for when I talk to the fish or when mm -hmm. we text off of the app. I use that. Well, I got a phone call on it, and it was someone asking, they were like, is this... Brittany or Tiffany or I forget your name. And I'm like, who are you trying to get? And I forget what names they used. And it was just really odd. And then they hung up. Hmm. And so I figured it was not a number I had saved. So I didn't know what the hell it was. And I never heard anything else from hmm. it. 
But I figured it was, you know, one of the fish had passed a name along or, or something. Anywho, they clearly didn't have their crap together, so they didn't call me back. Well, a couple days ago, I get a message, again, through the fish line. This one's a text message. And she says, how are you doing? And I'm like, I'm fine. And she goes, do you remember we were talking on Facebook? And I'm like, no. And she's like, what's your name again? And I'm like, you should know my name. Anyhow, so I didn't give any indications if I was female or male. And then I get, she ends up sending me a picture. And it's clearly like her laying in bed kind of thing. You know, I didn't see anything, but you could, it's one of those teasing kind of pictures. And uh, so I asked her what we talked about. And, uh, you know, she, for whatever reason, had my number, but couldn't remember my name. And I told her, just go back to Facebook and look it up. And, oh, I deleted my Facebook because I got hacked. And so I ended up basically telling her that whatever she had to say must not have been very interesting because I didn't remember her at all. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, well, even before that, she was like, okay, bye. And I'm like, bye. And then she came back again. So clearly she didn't like that I was okay with her just disappearing. But she hasn't messaged messaged me again. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm. So, yeah, I just told her that she must not have made a very good impression because I didn't remember her at all. (laughs) Then I did, I get messaged quite often about people either wanting to, this is to my personal number, either give me business financing or sell my house. Uh, purchase my house. So this poor, this poor gentleman, a couple communities away, I have tried to sell his house twice now. Um, Not really, (laughs) not really tried to sell his house, but they'll, you know, these places reach out and want to make an offer. And I'm like, absolutely make an offer. And I've one via text, another um, on a phone call. And they said, well, do you know what you want for your house? And I said, yes. And they said, so what's your number? I said, well, I tell you what, you make an offer. I'll be able to tell you immediately if it's acceptable or not. And they never, luckily, they never come back. But, um, you know, I just keep giving them all this information like it's my house. (laughs) I've gotten on the county auditor's website. I know everything about this man's house. (laughs) And I've made up a bunch of shit that I don't know. So I give very specific answers, but yeah, nobody will come back. And then one of the business financing ones, I think it's a bot because if they don't understand my answer, they just keep repeating the same question. Mm -hmm. And so the girl that sent me her picture or the picture I was sent, I sent that to one of them. (laughs) In hindsight, I probably was like, this is probably some unsuspecting chick that really sent her this picture to a guy she thought was real. And in hindsight, that probably wasn't the best thing to do. But I'm like, well, hell, (laughs) you want to give me money? Here's here's almost boobs. (laughs) So no current catfishing, but um, I'm having fun with other people that are doing probably nefarious things. Mm. However, I was looking for what's going on this month and this week, and there's not a whole lot going on in August. And in fact, it's the only um, month of the entire year that has no major holiday. However, I did find that it's catfish month. (laughs) With no, I can't find what you do in catfish month. Um, There's a catfish day. That's in June, and that has to do with, um, like, hatcheries and things like that. Um, I think I didn't pay too much attention because we're past June. So I don't know of anything official to do 
catfish-wise for August, but we will find something. Yes, we will. There is a uh, a new seafood place in town. I thought maybe we could try. Uh, maybe they could give us some tips on catfish. Um, maybe I can, you know, they know they know not of my shenanigans yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this may be a, a, a spot I'll go to uh, from time to time. So I'll have to be careful <laughs> how we approach them. I think if you, if the owner is hip enough, like... They could, they could really make this fun for everyone. Well, I think so. But sometimes what I think is hilarious, <laughs> I just get like blank stares. <laughs> so more to come on that. But I did check their reviews on the catfish specifically and got, they're all good reviews on the catfish. I don't like the taste of catfish. I do like catfish, but catfish is one of those things. It's either good or it's not. And you get one bite of not good, it ruins the entire meal. Yeah. So there are there's not a whole lot of places to get catfish. Um, but we're going to try this one. Yeah. They have alligator too. Oh, wow. Hmm. I'm having throat issues today. I'm sorry. It's from all those damn testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from the air conditioning in this office blowing oh, on my head. I know. I, I can't do anything about it. I, I've turned it off, and there it is. I feel very snorfully. <clears throat> so I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a TV show on Netflix called Snorful. I've never it's heard of a, that. It's a kid's show. It's a shape-shifting red blob thing. Braxton oh. really likes it. I don't know. Huh. I don't shape-shift. <laughs> I'm not red, but I'm kind of blobbish. <laughs> have necessarily happy things to talk about today, but more like reality sort of things to talk about today. Ready to talk about reality? Sure. Okay. So this is from a post that I saw, and the post is like super long. So I broke down the points to consider. Okay, imagine a person born in 1900. When they are 14, World War I starts, and it ends when they are 20, when they're 18. So four years later, 22 million people dead. Then the Spanish flu starts at 20. At 29, uh, the global economic crisis happens, infl inflammation. <laughs> I'm sure that they are very inflamed. Inflation, unemployment, and hunger. At 29, at 39, the Nazis are in power. Uh, World War II starts and ends when they're 45. Six million Jews die. At 52, the Korean War starts. At 64, the Vietnam War starts and ends when they're 75. Wow. That's a lot of shit in one lifetime yeah and so i i just think about you know like i hate to say these kids today but like their internet isn't working and they're throwing a fit like my grandparents don't understand what it's like this pandemic and like there's so much to think about and when we consider like 
for my parents. Like my dad instilled in me a tremendous work ethic. Like you don't miss a day of work. You go in if you're half dead, like go, yes. you go to work. And that is not the case anymore. My own children, like I should say child, my daughter goes to work, but my son, like, fuck no. If he has a paper cut on his finger, he's going to call in sick. Like, <laughs> Well, and now, well, one thing that's going to come out of the pandemic is before you would go to work, you know, half dead. Mm-hmm. And now nobody wants you coming to work when you're sick. You know, mm-hmm. if you have any kind of symptoms, you know, the sniffles or coughs or whatever. Um, minor sinuses, not sickness. <laughs> um when you have a nose this big, it holds lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's going to come out of that. When that's a good thing because people mm-hmm. were coming super sick and mm-hmm. then spreading, um, you know, the flu or just the cold or whatever. But you're right. Even before that, you know, they don't want to go to work for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't sleep well last night. You know, I'm not going to go in. and Definitely a whole different work ethic. It is different. And so I just, I'm not saying that the differences are good or bad. It's my particular judgment that this generation coming up is much different. And it's because we're different. I'll just speak for myself. I, even though I have the work ethic, I am still rebelling about the firm structure that I didn't like. Yes. And so... Those are the values that I instilled in my child to do whatever the fuck he wants, which he is doing remarkably well. (laughs) (laughs) Yay me. So it's no, like I can see the trajectory happening. Like these people born in 1900 planned for every foreseeable emergency because they lived through so much shit. Oh, they sure did. And now we're like, what are you so worried about? We're like easy and free. And now like this reality is happening and like, wait a minute, maybe we're not so easy and free. But yet on the other hand, this weekend while I was out Saturday when I was free, (laughs) was out, help wanted signs every single place that I was at retail, I didn't go to any restaurants this weekend, but every retail place had a help wanted sign up. And you could see the wear on the people who showed up. Like, they are burnt. I understand this. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They're burnt. And I have a friend who has a, well, she is an older woman and her brother is older than her. And he has been in a nursing home and he fell and he's having some memory issues. So he was in rehab. And this place that he went to was a very upscale rehab place. And she said, it's dirty. He's been in the same clothes and not showered for three days. And he doesn't have the cognitive ability to remember to do it for himself anymore. And she can see the wear on the people who are showing up and they're just doing the best they possibly can with what they have. And they're just trying to keep people alive 
and remember the medication that they need and doing what they can. And in the meantime, these, you know, daily things aren't getting done because they don't have the people there to do those things. Right. A lot of people during the pandemic chose other jobs and they chose themselves. Maybe they they made their own business or said, I don't want to do this anymore. I've got to like go get an education or I've got to switch careers or I've got to fill one of those 600,000 jobs that somebody died from. And so there's been a lot of shifting and some people maybe just decided not to work at all. Yeah, there's a lot of people just sitting home like, yeah, collecting that unemployment check too. Yeah. So uh, this is just a very stressful time and, you know, entitled Americans who want service <laughs> do not put up with this well. And I didn't see that so much this weekend, but when I went to Slate Run, I think that I mentioned it, you know, I went to a restaurant maybe a month ago and it was Sunday morning. It was uh, O'Charlie's restaurant and these, you know, older people coming from church who wanted to go in, saw all of these empty tables that are like that because of COVID, because social distancing, and they didn't have the staff to take care of it. And the poor you know, waitresses or the hostesses got the brunt end of it. And those are the ones showing up like, right. stop. <laughs> it's not her fault. I've also, I agree. It is not the fault of the people that are there. And a lot of times they're doing the best they can. There's also been an entire shift to blame COVID for your lack of performance. Mm-hmm. Not, not you specifically, but yeah. you know, even when you do go, I've had horrible service places and not because they're busy necessarily. Um, like I went to a restaurant one time and the bartender was taking care of us. Why did it take us 10 minutes to get water? Mm. She's the bartender. That's all you do is liquid. <laughs> and then um, we got our food came from the kitchen, you know, the, the wait staff didn't bring it. She never came back to our table. Oh, wow. And so eventually another guy had come by. And so I asked for what was missing from our meal. Um, and the waitress in the meantime had walked by. And I, so I asked her for a box and our check and she never came back. And eventually the guy came back and he could tell I was irritated and like, yeah, I think he could see it on my face and he was like, yeah, how are you doing? And I'm like, I don't like being held hostage. And he's like, oh no, what's going on? And I'm like, I need a box and a check. That's literally all I asked her for from the time I got water and put in our order. Oh my gosh. But, you know, what are you doing? I watched her mop the floor mm. <laughs> while we were waiting for stuff. So I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of people that are just not doing a good job either. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they're new, they don't know what to do, or they just don't give a shit. But I think there's a whole lot of not giving a shit. Mm-hmm. We'll just blame COVID. Yeah, I was supposed to have somebody um, come to my house last Friday and help me clean my basement. And this was a call out for this person needed assistance. And it was me answering the call for them needing monetary assistance and said, I can help you. I need help too. Let's make that work. Um, That person 
did not contact me all week, did not show up Friday, and did not respond to my message about, I guess you're not coming. And and we canceled our plans yeah. so that you could help this person. Yeah. So we stayed in town for this person to not show up. Yeah, I was pissed. But since a few weeks ago, I am trying to change my behavior and only put out good no matter what I really want to say. And I've given I've been given two opportunities, that one and with a former coworker who is now suddenly being nice even though she's been nothing but a bitch to me for the last <laughs> several years. Now she's being nice since I don't work for the company anymore. So there are things that I want to say that the old Rose would have said, or even the moderate Rose would have said, and I'm just like, nope, I don't know what's going on in their lives. I'm just gonna... And I have to say that feels better. However, there is something to like me putting up my boundaries. Like how many times am I gonna let that person go? Not necessarily the former coworker. Like she's just being nice. And whatever her deal is now, I don't care because I'm going to be moving soon. It doesn't matter. But the person who didn't show up, there's obviously a pattern in her. Like something happens, she needed bailed out. The answer was there for her to be bailed out and she didn't take it. Is it then my responsibility to point out that, hey, you know, the next time she makes a call for help, well, you could have done this. Or do I, where is my personal boundaries also, you know, going to be in effect? So that's a weird balance that I am kind of dancing now because I don't want to always be stood up. I want my word to be honored just as I honor someone else's words. Right. And when it's not, it doesn't feel good. No. Well, good luck with that. Hopefully you figure out that balance. But I don't know what's going on in her life. I know that she has two small kids. Um, But words back would have been great. I'm sorry. Even if it was a lie. Like, my kid got sick. Right. Something. (laughs) Something. But no words whatsoever. I could tell she read it. Well, just keep that in mind. If she needs help again, Mm -hmm. good luck to you. I am not the one. I am not the one. I am not the ones. I think that for me, having a stranger in my house would have not let me get emotional about the stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, I have stuff from my ex-husband in my basement. Like, I don't want to open up those boxes. Not that I have, like, any residual feelings for him, but, like, the nostalgia of stuff, like... To have someone there that, like, nope, this box can just go because I'm not going to let a person that I don't know in on my emotional self. Oh, okay. So I could just, like, nope, that's not, and be done with it. So that was really great. That was, like, the plan. But that didn't work out. So now I'm stuck. So my next plan is... Uh, to put all of that stuff that I don't want to open in the middle of my basement floor and call the hauling company that we worked with and say, hey, come pick this shit up <laughs> and let them take it out of my basement or my living room, wherever I put it when I leave. That's plan B at this point. Well, you still don't have to open it. You could just take 
the entire box to Goodwill or... Well, I, I don't know if there's personal, like, paperwork in there. Like, this okay. is a big, like, I don't know all of what's in there. I mean, if it's his social security number and shit, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's not so great to say, but... <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I would throw it in the dumpster. I'm not going to shred it, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. My granddaughter, over the weekend, she's like, Grandma, your basement's a mess. I know. You want to stay home this weekend and work on it? She's like, no. <laughs> I didn't think so. Well, when you find that tuba, I don't know how you lose a tuba, but I'm very I only lost half the tuba. <laughs> only the big part. <laughs> well, the biggest part was there. The main part is what's missing. <laughs> we did, um, in going down to the basement over the weekend, um, the Easter eggs came back up, though. So this is how my basement becomes such a mess. And we now have Easter eggs upstairs, and we had several Easter egg hunts over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> with the girls. So my basement is always in flux. Yeah, I was really freaking out about the size of the apartment. And so... Over... Have you seen it yet? No. Okay. Is that coming at any point? Well, today was not the day, so... The keys would have been dropped off probably over the weekend, and it's the first of the month, and rent is due. Like today's not the day to call this lady. Hey, when I get, when can I look at the apartment? Like I get it. I'm, oh yeah. Today is not the day I'm going to call her. So I'm going to give her like a week or so, and that's that. I thought that the square footage of the apartment was five eighty two or five eighty seven, something like that. And that was the square footage that I was going off of for the neighboring property. Oh. So their square footage is 670. Oh, that's much better. That, well, I mean, it's 100 square feet extra. Yes. So on the Thursday night class that I attend online, a lady said, hey, uh, go get graph paper. And do you know the size of the rooms? And I said, I do. And she said, you know, one box is, you know, one square foot. So mark all of that out and then measure your furniture and then cut it out and like put it on there and figure that out. So I'm like, I can do that. Uh, my chairs are a no-go. Uh, that is tough. Those chairs are huge. They are pretty big. So, and then I thought I'm not going to have an extra bed for Braxton. So it would make sense to have a couch in the living room instead. So... I've got to get new, new to me furniture without bed bugs. Yes, that's what I've got to do. So I'm good with that. Um, I still don't know what I'm going to do with that sauna. I, yeah, there is, I don't know. I'm hoping for the back laundry room to be big enough, but I don't know. That's a huge thing. So it depends on how I can finagle the dryer. I think if I can put the dryer on the short wall. Anyway, it's all in flux, but I feel much better about it now. Uh, the closet space, I'm not so sure about either, but I have a lot of under the bed storage bags. <laughs> it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. But the extra hundred square feet was kind of like, okay, I don't need to freak out so much about this now. It's, it's just going to be okay. It's just going to be okay. So you have one floor of your apartment plus a little bit. Yeah, so the living room 
measures 11 by 15. And so I couldn't get the square footage of my exact apartment, but the neighboring property, the master bedroom is 11 by 15. And I think they're kind of the same. So I'm like, okay, I can visualize this mm -hmm. now. This makes sense to me. And the second bedroom in that apartment is 12 by 12. And the bedroom in the apartment is 11 by 12. And I'm like, okay, okay I can see that. Like this, I, this I got, I yes. understand this. Okay. Yeah. So that helped a lot. Yeah. Much more relaxed about it. <laughs> Just have everything loft. You have a loft bed and a loft couch. <laughs> so you have all kinds of storage underneath. You know, I when looking for furniture, there was this IKEA couch, and I seen two of them, and it was the MFD particle board, and it was basically a futon on top of that, and there was a gap between the underside of the futon and the floor of maybe a foot. Okay. So it was like particle board, space, particle board, futon on top of it. And it looked like the most uncomfortable thing. And then like in the corner on the back, there was a little shelf there. It was the ugliest, most hideous thing I've seen. <laughs> like I would have to like do the old lady doily on the front to hide it. <laughs> But I'm like, that's kind of genius. Uncomfortable, but genius. I, I like my chairs that are nice and comfy that you can sink down in. But that is not meant to be. <laughs> no. But just think, think vertically. Maybe we need to make a trip to Ikea to get more ideas. I was at Ikea two weeks ago to go into all of the small spaces, yes. I like going in there and I'm like, this are, these are great ideas. And then I did absolutely nothing I would do. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I always think it's genius. And then I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Like I look around my house and I'm like, yeah, I could tuck that away. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> I'll be using it again tomorrow. I'll just leave it right here. There's so much in my house that I don't use. So there's part of me that's so excited to get rid of everything. Like totally everything have a duffel bag worth of clothes. I'm thinking about wearing the same clothes every day, like the Facebook dude, jeans and a gray shirt. Like I am down, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna do. It's a good idea in theory, but practically that's probably not gonna happen. No. But I could really pare down in clothes and stop. Like stop. <laughs> You do have a lot of clothes. I do have a lot of clothes. And you don't even know the half of it, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but all of my funny t-shirts, like I can't, there's not a single one of those I can get rid of. Unless I lose 100 pounds and then I can get rid of them. But I will just get more. <laughs> well, then we'll have new ones. And then that's when you just, you know, you cut them up the back and you do that, let's tie this one and <laughs> have fringe. <laughs> down the side we won't even notice possibly. <laughs> possibly i have been trying to get rid of some things and as we discussed i don't have the emotional attachment to things that some people do um 
I, going back to how we were raised, I was raised that you don't buy something until you need it. And if you have something, you don't need to replace it if you still have something mm-hmm. functional. Um, so I I'm have lots of things that are still good, still fit. Um, I, I don't remember if I discussed my pink t-shirts. And I yes. think we did last week because mm-hmm. I was wearing yes. one of them. <laughs> Well, last week I took this Dusty Rose t-shirt out. That same t-shirt was on my body today. And it is now off my body and back on the couch. You look very teal today. (laughs) Yeah, I am teal today. Um, Three different bras, four different shirts. Here we are. Um, Wow. Yeah. Um, Humidity has a lot to do with what I wear. Mm. I got, I got, if I get hot before I leave the house, I'm like, nope, got to go. As I sit here freezing in your office. (laughs) I am normally very hot. Um, Rose's office is the only spot in this building that I am never, I'm always cold in. Um, but so I pulled the shirt, I wore the shirt last week or I pulled it out and tried it on and I'm like, why was I getting rid of this shirt? This shirt fits. It's a good color. You can't see my bra. I like it. So then today I put it on and I'm like, I will wear this shirt. And then I'm like, it's kind of casual for Monday at the corporate office. So I took it off. Damn it. It's been on my body and I really just need to get rid of it because it clearly never makes it out of the house. I need to wear it with jeans on the weekend Mm -hmm. is what I need to do. So my other good deed last week of helping this woman get clothes for working at the special election. Yeah. Did that work out? Uh, It worked out great. Oh, good. And so I had pulled all of the under the bed storage bags out and went through them to get her clothes. And there were like three things in there that I'm like, oh, I really like this. I'm glad that I found this. And the rest of it, I'm like, I hate all of this shit. Oh, wow. And that was like victory. I was so happy about that. And so like they are still stacked in a pile. I just need to go through them and sort by size on, you know, who gets what. And... I didn't get that done yesterday because I was pulling boxes of, you know, the horror figurines and everything from my basement that is safe for me to go through by myself. (laughs) (laughs) But all of that stuff, too, like there are some really expensive things and collectibles in there. And I just don't fucking care. Oh, wow. Like I am ready. Like put that all uh, the group that I found these two people at, like there are people in there that would really love this. Like here, come and get it. It is, it's yours. It's yours. I don't even, I don't want money for it. I don't want to sell it. I don't know why that is specifically. I, I think for me, it's the time investment and it's better to just sort of strike while the iron's hot and I'm ready to get rid of it and just like, Take it (laughs) or change my mind. But I don't think I will, but it's just so much easier, you know? Yeah. Just to be done with it. So um, I was at Big Lots yesterday uh, because I was looking at couches and they have inexpensive couches, but they are very hard (laughs) and not comfortable. Mm. And Big Lots at Halloween time is like the best. Oh, okay. And I was not like, eh. So this thing that I want to do with tarot cards, I was kind of shopping for a mock crystal ball thing for the video. And there was one there. And I'm like, yeah, this is not the time 
I, I do not want to transport that and have it sit around my house for three more months until I move. No. Which is absolutely the opposite. Like, normally, <laughs> normal rose, old rose, whatever, would have just like, oh my God, this is the best. I need this. I need this spider skeleton. <laughs> See, I am the opposite in where I will think about it. And until I have somewhere to put it and I know exactly what I'm going to do with it, it will just live at the store. Mm-hmm. And if it gets sold, then, oh, well, I guess I didn't need it. Yes. So I did that with a planter. Uh, I don't know if I, I, obviously I didn't talk about this because you were like surprised when I mentioned it earlier. Or I could not have been listening <laughs> that day. That's, that's a possibility. So it was about a month ago. Um, I went to Home Goods near my house and there was this ginormous lion head. It's a white lion head with a gold crown on it. And it's a planter. And I thought, oh, my humongous aloe plant would look really good in that. I think I need that. And I picked it up and it was like, I don't know, $29.99. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. So then I went home and Amazoned like what the prices are for like head sort of planters. And I'm like, a Medusa one would look really cool. Like that would be. The that would be cool. That's, that would be cool. Well, the Medusa ones are tiny and expensive. And I'm like, well, I don't like any of that. So probably two weeks ago, I went back and it was gone. And then I was sad and I'm like, well, it is what it is. So I had mentioned this to a couple people and this weekend, two of them showed up upon my door. (laughs) (laughs) So I now have two of them and the aloe plant does not fit in there. It is still too big for that. So I put lavender in them. Neat. So they smell good too. <laughs> so now did these people find them at these at home goods near them or Yes. Okay. Two different ones. Yeah. So I haven't stepped foot in a home goods since maybe Christmas. Because mm. you know I don't need nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because I don't have a I have a garage and a basement full. You know, they have really great shampoo in there, and uh, they are the least expensive stuff to get the oil for my hair. That's primarily why I go in there. Oh, okay. Um, so, they have this Buddhist statue that's kind of laying on its side with its uh, sort of hand arm bent underneath its head, and it always reminds me of a break dancer, like at the end of the <laughs> The breakdancing Buddha, and it's smiling and happy, and I'm sure that it's just, like, the relaxed Buddha, but to me, it's the breakdancing Buddha, and I had to, like, really not buy that, too, because I think it's funny. Like, I have no purpose for this other than I think it's funny. (laughs) There are things I absolutely want and still can't make my mind up, so. (laughs) I am in purge mode, not get more shit mood. (laughs) I rarely in get more shit mode just because I don't I don't need more stuff because I have too much stuff mm-hmm. and I know I have too much stuff. Yeah, but you're like the prop house. Like anything that we need, it's at your house. <laughs> <laughs> so when the girls went down to the basement, one of them brought up the Easter eggs. The other one went to the toy room and 
into the dress-up cupboard and brought out Easter or the bunny ears. <laughs> now, we're still missing. I don't know where the pink sequin ones were, but so one had pink, just plain pink, and the other one had the sequin ones that um, I think Anna Marie was wearing hmm. um, on our Easter adventures. Uh, but yeah, they, they knew where to go get them. <laughs> so they were bunnies. And, and yeah, they cracked me up. They know where to find grandma's stuff now. <laughs> but yeah, I am the prop house. You got it all. And it's the most random shit ever. And that's why you are the best. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, my secret, though, you know, when you go to the grocery store the week after a holiday and all that stuff's marked down, mm-hmm. you know, I just can't help myself from the... You know, the little headband for... 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> That's got a little top hat. And <laughs> you never know when that stuff comes in handy, as you see. The Mickey Mouse pointer finger. Very important also. Uh, did I tell you we now have a new generation of those? No. We found Luna. We were at... Um, did Luna find them? Amelia found them. We went to Dollar Tree and they now have the Mickey pointer on a pink stick. Oh, so we had to get two of those. <laughs> I think I have five pointers at least. Two on a pink stick and at least three on a black stick. We need those in the car. Okay. <laughs> Not necessarily the pink ones, but I know those girls will, you know, need the pink ones. But we need a Mickey pointer in the car. Okay. For sure. I know, I, I'm pretty sure there's one that I haven't even taken off the package yet. <laughs> There's one at my office, one on my kitchen floor. <laughs> I saw it under the desk yesterday. Um, and I think there's another brand new one. Mm. Who knows where they are throughout my house. <laughs> so I got nothing else to say other than I feel really bad for my grandparents for not feeling that they understood the angst of my world (laughs) that was really nothing. I didn't ever really discuss. I mean, my grandparents were always there. I mean, don't get me wrong, but like we didn't discuss, you know, kind of day-to-day stuff. And um, like I didn't have the same kind of relationship with my grandparents that I do with my grandkids. I mean, I kind of did with my mom's Um, my mom's mom, but she was, she had passed away when I was 18 Mm -hmm. or like I had just turned 18 um, when she passed away. So I really didn't get to know her in my adult-ish world. But I just never think about all of those things. I mean, I knew all of those events had happened, but you'd never think about it in relation to one lifetime. Mm -hmm. And then if you think of our parents... They were born post-World War II, you know, so they have Vietnam and Korea, um, and I'm sure there's other things, so please don't chastise me for not thinking of something major, um, but, like, I really don't think of something major. Like, for us, we have 9-11, mm-hmm. um, now the pandemic, uh, but to think of all of those major events so close together in one lifetime is kind of eye-opening. From 14 to 75, to have, like big deal shit happening oh yeah big deal 
big deal decisions, life-changing ways to think about things. And uh, it clearly shapes a person and then their children are the effect of that. Right. And then our children are the effect of, you know, the rebound of, you know, wanting something different in a different way. And that book that I read, uh, Generations, does talk about that. And that book was written in the late 80s, early 90s. And they said in 2020, some shit's going to happen. And they didn't know what it was, but this was the next turning. And they laid out everything. And I understood from that point of view, but to see this timeline, to really get it. Oh, yeah, that's kind of smacks you in the face. Mm -hmm. Wake up, people. It could be worse. A whole lot worse. A whole lot worse. And, you know, I get pers people's personal freedom and their choices about what's right for their body, vaccination-wise, or mask, or no mask. <sighs> Science or religion. Like, there's all kinds of ways that this could be pulled. And nobody thought about coming together because they don't want their personal freedoms trampled on. But coming together and working together is not a choice that a lot of people are making in that. And people are paying for that. Absolutely. Us versus them is not the way to get anything accomplished. Mm -hmm. And I get that there could be agendas. There's a whole lot of mistrust and misinformation. And, you know, this person used to work at this place, so they're getting money from this. And I don't know if any of that is true. I don't know that it matters. I know that people are dying that didn't need to die. That's right. what I know. That's what I know. Uh, so I want people to come together and I want to put love and understanding first before my personal judgments going forward. And again, I don't know where my personal boundaries are fitting in with that. But before I speak or make a judgment, I want to know if it's true, if it's necessary, and is it kind. Those are the three things that there is important go. to me. And if it is not that, I'm not going to say those words to that person. I'm going to broadcast them right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not naming names. I'm, this is just truth telling. This is the thing that I'm going through. And it's not to point out any one person. I don't want to shame anybody. But this is real life stuff that I'm dealing with. So I don't know those people like the woman with kids. Her kid definitely could have been sick. She could have somebody that she knows in the hospital. Having no words really sucks. But sometimes I shut myself away too and don't respond to people when life gets too hard. So I don't know what her thing is. Nope. But hope, well. Yeah. Words would have been nice, though. Words would have been nice, even if I can't there. talk to you right now. Right. I don't know what happened. Um, I just wished her well. So, um, 
again, I don't know where that leaves me with my personal boundaries because it, it, at some point, especially as a coach, and she didn't ask for my help in coaching, but if you need assistance and you turn it down, at some point, the boy who cried wolf really did need help. Oh, absolutely. You know? <laughs> no, I'm I'm right there with, you know, with people work-wise and in my personal life. Like, you know, there's only so much you can help people before they have to help themselves. Mm-hmm. And you can't just bury your head in the sand and expect something to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to at least say some words. Raise your hand. Yeah. Something. And my personal desires matter as well. Like I also had a call for help and I thought we had a mutual decision to mutually help each other. Right. And so my call to help was not answered by her. And as I'm trying to better honor myself, then that got let down as well. So there could, there's another solution. I'm not, you know, down and out or upset about that, but my personal, my personal self has to matter in this puzzle too. And I haven't figured out where that lies in the true, kind, and necessary <laughs> mode of operating. <laughs> because there are words I really wanted to say. <laughs> I get that. I totally get that. Really wanted to say. But I do invite you to navigate your own path, people. And be a little kinder and see with a little more understanding and ask what you can do to help people when they're looking like they're at the end of their rope. Everybody can use a little help. Yeah. Whether they're willing to ask for it or not. And I'm usually not one to ask for help. I will just bulldoze and do it. And this time I... I offered help to her and that feels better to me if I can offer help to somebody else right. and get help. So this time it didn't work out. Maybe the next time it just opens the door for the next time. Yeah. So anyway, if you would like to reach us, our email address is hello at brightsideofcrazy.com. Or Barbara at brightsideofcrazy.com. Or Rose at brightsideofcrazy.com. I have not checked our voicemail. In a long time. I'm betting there's nothing there, though. Let's see if we can prove Rose wrong. So everyone hurry up and call. I, I don't even know the number. Hold on. Let me get you the number because now I got to now I gotta know what it is. Okay. So here's the thing. If you've called and left a message and Rose didn't catch it yet, email me. <laughs> We're going to work something out. <laughs> there are none. Sorry. Uh, our phone number, and we would love to play your message, so come on, people, for real. 614-954-8899. I should know that because it's pretty simple. 954-8899? Yeah. That's not hard, but my brain is at capacity right now. I've got a lot lot I'm working on. Uh, I can't remember squat anymore. (laughs) Including our number that you repeat usually three times. Oh. <laughs> but it's okay. I don't know my dad's number either. So mm. <laughs> I've known him my whole life. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, thanks for listening. If you did, I'm guessing if you're here, you probably did. 
Have a great week, and who knows what next week shall bring. Bye!